Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studio, this is The Ramsey Show, where America's hanging out to have a conversation about your life and your money. I'm Ken Coleman, joined by George Camel. The phone number to jump in is 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Let's get right to the phones. Ryan is joining us in Raleigh. North Carolina. Ryan, how can we help? Hey, um, first off, how are you doing? Well, I'm uh, having the time of my life. I'm with George Camel for a, a better part of my afternoon. It doesn't get much better than that. I'm sure it doesn't. Um, he said that in sarcasm. I'm really font. hoping for some cre- uh, some career advice. Okay. Uh, I've been working the debt snowball. I've been doing everything, and it's honestly, it's just been a very long, hard log of uh of a track yeah uh, i think it's been going on about 10 years since i started my journey oh my uh, okay <laughs> uh and i'm just i'm i'm wore out i've been looking at my life trying to figure out where where i've gone wrong what i've done and i realized i've just not had a decent career i mean and a decent job even yeah. where it pays enough i've never made over forty thousand a year okay well let me just start by saying those days are over starting today because you've got to actually believe and then beyond belief you have to then act on that belief i believe i can make way more than forty thousand, and now i'm going to do what it takes to do that are you in that mental place do you truly believe you can make more than forty thousand dollars a year i know i'm worth more than forty thousand i know you're worth more there's no value we can put on a human being i'm saying do you believe that you can make really, really good money? Yes or no? Yes. All right. Everybody can. Yeah. All right. Good. So what specifically do you need my help with? Because you're you're presenting as though you're going, I've never done it. I believe I can do it, but I don't know where to go from here. Is that what we're dealing with? Or we have a good idea of the destination, but not sure how to climb it. What, what What's your best description of where you sit today? Um, basically exactly what you said. I I just, I don't know where to go. I don't know how to find anything. My work background is basically, um, very eclectic. All right. Forget about that. So you're telling me TV to working retail. Okay. Do you know what you want to do? Honestly, I, I think you do. I really enjoy repairing arcade games. I, I mean, I mean the coin slot arcade games that you you and i probably played in the 90s yeah and 80s yeah but okay so let's let's go deeper let's forget the specifics of what you like to repair what do you enjoy about that idea of repairing old machines honestly it's just it's getting getting things working again that weren't working either right or not good all right Uh, i mean so what is something else that you enjoy working on Give me something else, whether you've done it or not for a paycheck, I don't care. What would you look forward to tomorrow? If I set up an eight hour day and I'm not going to let you say old arcade and video games, we've already thrown that out one. Give me some, thrown that one out. Give me something else you'd enjoy doing all day tomorrow. If I said, here are the tools, you've got the know-how, fix this all day long. What would you be fixing? Mm, uh, you've already thought honestly, of it. You've already thought of it, so say it. Um, Cars sometimes. um, I have an electric truck I've been working on for a little bit. So let's just say cars and machines. 
if you could do that all day long tomorrow and do it in an environment where you were appreciated and you were rewarded, would you jump into that or would you think twice about it? Jump or think twice? What would you do? Um, honestly, I'd be on the fence because I've, I've, why would you be on the fence? I've had people, I've had, I've had things start off as were valued and appreciated. And then all of a sudden they, yeah, but you changed the, but you changed the question on me. So Ryan, you're an overthinker, aren't you? Yeah. Big time. The whole audience can hear it and I'm not knocking you. I'm trying to wake you up from it. I gave you a question. I'm going to ask it again. And you're not allowed to think your way through the question and change anything answer it as i ask it if i gave you a gig tomorrow where you're making really good money fixing cars or some other type of machine and you were in an environment where you were valued and rewarded for your work would you jump to it or would you think twice about it probably jump you would jump but she still said probably now george (laughs) you're you're you are one of my closest work friends we've known each other a long time and i'm bringing that. you into this for a reason you're a neurotic overthinker as well 1000 percent. And, and i don't say that in a negative way because we both are george you've heard this entire conversation he's identified mm-hmm. what it is he wants to do but he's still overthinking everything is honestly this probably that what would you say to it well there's some analysis paralysis happening here and not to make it an arcade analogy but you're like a pinball just flying around in the machine going well i hope something sticks and someone appreciates me and i remember bouncing around like that but the question you have to ask underneath everything you're doing is what is it about this task this skill that gives me life and was it what it is that drains me that i never want to do again and as you start drilling down, which is exactly what Ken's material does, his book From Paycheck to Purpose, which is what we'll send you at the end of this, his Get Clear Career Assessment, it helps you figure out the route. Because once you figure out the route, you can go do a bunch of things and actually really enjoy it and make great money. But right now, we're just stuck on that fence. And so we've got to make a decision to go, I'm going to dive into this for six months. I'm going to explore being a mechanic and see if I love that. Because you can make great money being a mechanic. I don't know the career potential of you know, fixing arcade games. That may be a hobby. That may be a million dollar business, but we've got to explore it and do some homework. So Ryan, today's the day you stop thinking. And you know what? You have had a checkered past. Some of it, your fault. Some of it, not your fault. It doesn't matter. You're good at fixing machines. Yes or no? Yes. You like fixing machines. Yes or no? Yes. You can make more than $40,000 a year fixing machines. Yes or no? Yeah. All right. So here's the deal. Pick a direction. It's not going to lock you in for the rest of your life. Let's go get qualified. What qualifications must I have to fix cars or fix other types of machines? Hey, look into fixing uh, uh, heat and air. Hey, it's all mm-hmm. the same basic idea, whether it's a carburetor or the inside of an HVAC system. You want to talk about doing work that matters? Go fix somebody's heat and air unit in extreme weather. You're the most valuable person in their life. And that's part of what's going on with you, Ryan. You don't see the value to who you are and what you're doing for people when you fix a machine. Mm. But the world moves on people like you, Ryan. So let's look at all the different machines and things that I could fix. What do they pay? What's the upward mobility look like? And then what does it need to be qualified? Go after that. And then... You're on your way. Hang on the line. This is The Ramsey Show.
Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable. Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by my colleague, George Camel. That's Camel with a K. And for we are here for you. 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. And i got to mention, if you're a new listener, and George, as you know, we're getting new people in um, every day that we put the show out. It's very exciting. And if you want to dive deeper into this Ramsey system we call the baby steps, go to RamseySolutions.com. Click on Get Started. Simple click, and we're going to help you assess where you are in your financial journey as it relates to what we talk about here on this program. And then we'll get you the resources you need to move forward. RamseySolutions.com. Click on Get Started. Now, uh, speaking of getting started, I am just now getting started with understanding the new vernacular that's coming out of my kid's mouth. That's true. I've got three teenagers so it's cap this, and there's all these kind of new terms all the time. It's mid. Oh, yeah, that's a new one. Have you me. heard this one? I've heard mid. This is their way of saying it's average. It's Well, that's so mid. And I, I have no idea. So I'm, I'm trying. The goalpost moves every day. It Nobody moves every can day. Up. I'm a father of three teens. I'm hopelessly uh, unable to stay up with the terms. There's no point of understanding it because you can't use it because then they make fun of you and say, no, you don't yeah. get to say that. Yeah. And then I use it on the show, and then you make fun of me. I Either can't way. win. Either way, you're not going to win. But one of the terms I am familiar with is YOLO, yes. which apparently, and I'm stepping out on a real scary, precarious edge here, I think it means you only live once. Is that right, George? Ding, ding, ding. All right. And so uh, why does this matter, this term? So I like to keep you young by showing you new videos you that I find on TikTok. Yeah, and you're helping me. There's some actually, as much as you know, people like to hate on TikTok, there's some really creative uh, funny people out there yeah. making some great content. And one guy I follow, Matt Bouchelle, uh, made one that he walks through the streets of New York with general observations. This one is about checking your bank account on Monday, and YOLO is the theme here. So I okay. want you to see this for the first time. All right. We'll get your reaction. Every Monday I play my least favorite game show. It's called Should I Check My Bank Account or Should I Just Keep Being Happy? Because no one wins. It's, it's kind of scary. I don't think A24 can make a scarier movie than the moment when you officially log in and see that credit card number. You're like, you're like, how much have I racked up on this thing? And the second you see it, it's always a little too high. So you're like, well, I will be... Uh, composing a strongly worded email to the bank to let them know that uh, fraud has been committed on my account. And then you, you click it because all the pending stuff, now that it's Monday, has gone through to like pended, I guess is the word. And then you look at it, you're like, hey, let's see what happened here. Let's see if I can find what happened. You're like, well, did go get dinner there. And then, uh, yeah, I did go get drinks at that bar with every. And then, yeah, we did take that Uber across town. Kevin did Venmo me $10 for the $70 Uber. So that's pretty much fine. 
And then, uh, yeah, we did go to that bar. We did go to that bar. You're like, okay, 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 that's fine. And then you see one thing, you're like, a boogie company, $50 to boogie company. And you're like, I got it. I found the fraud. And then you remember in the Uber, you bought like a weird t-shirt from an Instagram ad from a brand you've never heard of. You're like, oh, nope, they got me this time. They got me. And it's so sad. There's nothing you can do. You just have to admit defeat, close out of the bank app, go into Google and just type in like how to actually cook dinner. Okay, so I get the so YOLO good. reference. Yes. Yeah. So he's walking through the average kind of millennial Gen Z's lifestyle, and they're going, there's got to be fraud in here somewhere. I don't. I didn't spend all this money. Right. And yeah. it turns out it was all him at the end of the day. So he's a funny creator and really taps into what people are feeling these days, which is, I'm broke. I have almost no money in the bank, but I want the happiness on this side. I want the YOLO. I want to go out with my friends. I want to enjoy my life. And they feel like they can't have both. And we know that's not true. But we also know it takes sacrifice. And you can't go out every weekend to all four bars and go Uber all around town and buy anything you want from Instagram and still have money in the bank. I'm going to come up with a new uh, a new thing for this. What is it? I to I. Oh, no. The letter I. I know. this. I, number then, two. And then I. Injury to insult is what this practice is. I'm going to get in. I know I'm broke, but I don't know how I'm broke. Mm. I know I'm broke, but I've got to go back and do this awful scavenger hunt in my bank account and just keep getting an injury and the insult. That's That's an old phrase. It's terrible. I hope Gen Z picks that one up, Ken. They're They're not going to. Who came up with that one? Yeah. Oh, this 47-year-old guy, Ken Coleman. Yeah, this this old boomer is trying to wear a hoodie to look cool. Next to George. Oh, that's good. No, but you understand what I'm saying. It's yes. why would that's horrible. Oh god. Well, the key is so we know reactive. exactly we know exactly what we're doing to ourselves, but we don't want to feel any pain. Which yeah. by pain I mean getting on a budget, being intentional, saying no to friends, having yeah. the boundaries to say, "Hey, man, I'm it's trying true. to get out of debt. I want to have more than forty dollars in my bank account at any given moment." Yeah. Which means I'm going to be side hustling, driving for Uber instead of getting into an Uber. Yeah. And that's a very different mentality. And that's what I had to do when I was getting out of debt. I drove for Uber and Lyft. So I was downtown Nashville on the weekends, Ken. Yeah. But I was doing it because I was trying to make an extra yeah. 40 50 60 $70 that night yeah. to pay off debt. Here's one more old man uh, idea here on this. If you're spending, you're young, you're out hanging out with everybody every night, that food and drink, it better be really good because you, you are kind of forfeiting your future. Mm. Uh, you are delaying real independence, real financial freedom, all because you want to go have, you know, not even that good of an appetizer. Mm. Well, they go, well, Ken, I couldn't cook this at home. And I get this feedback, Ken. Well, cooking at home, is it's even more expensive than eating out. Goodness gracious. Because here's what they do. They go willy-nilly to the grocery store, get all this stuff, they make one meal out of it, throw the rest away, and then complain that $90 on groceries is more expensive than $40 on eating out. Yeah. yeah. Makes no sense. You know what you ought to do, be a fun video for you on TikTok and YouTube, is take some young Gen Zers that are single and working and take them to Costco. Oh. And literally shop for them. It would be my heart's delight. I know. You would love that, wouldn't you? Yes. It'd be a good video. Like literally go, okay, now look. I'm literally going to shop for you for a month, cut of food you like, and then you go on there and you go, now look, this will last They you. tell me their budget. Yes. And we shop within that budget. Yeah. They think you're going to work miracles. Man, this is a great idea. If any Gen Zers are open to hanging out with me and going to Costco, yeah, let me know. Yeah. At George Campbell. Maybe right. Ken will tag along. We'll get some free samples. Yeah. I tell you what, and I could just be the old guy who eats the samples and comments on the samples. That's a good pot sticker right there. 
I'll tell you that right now. I don't know why I'm doing that it's the voice. content America needs. Yeah. Let's go to Ryan in San Jose, California. Ryan, how can we help? Hey, guys. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. Um, so I've been following your guys' principles uh, for a little while now. Uh, my family kind of uh, taught me some of the same things when I was growing up. And um, my question today is to kind of get an idea if there's any in- intentional things that we should be doing in terms of saving for our next home. Um, and our circumstance right now is that, uh, we have about 305,000 income a year. Our home is worth about 520. We, uh, have 170,000 in debt towards that and have a plan in place to pay that off around February of this next year. Awesome. Um, we have about 40,000, uh, company stock and a $36,000 emergency fund as we sit today. So we're trying to think, uh, you know, once we have the house paid off next February, is there anything we should be doing other than just saving the money and putting it and letting it sit in our savings account as we anticipate that new house in three to four years out? Okay, so you're going to pay this house off next February, but then it's going to be another three years until you move. That's correct. And so yeah. you'll be in what we call baby step seven. You'll have no debt whatsoever and a fully funded emergency fund, and you're still investing. Correct? Correct. Love yeah. it. Well, with a three-year time horizon, I'm probably just going to park that in a high-yield savings account and stack up that cash quick. If you were talking five plus years, I would say we can invest that in some mutual funds, index funds, and allow that money to grow. But with three years, it's kind of a tight time horizon where the market could take some dips and all of a sudden you're trying to make this move, but you're down. And so mm-hmm. with your income, yeah, you're going to have no problem you know, saving up, what, 100, 150K a year for three years? Yeah. On top of yeah. your paid for house, which will only continue to appreciate over the next few years? Yeah, that's the plan. Is your goal to pay cash for the next house? Yeah, we'd like to pay cash, um, you know, and that's hopefully buy it outright, but we'll have to make those decisions kind of depending on where we are when the time comes. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, factor in your, your closing costs and, of course, your moving costs. But outside of that, all the equity is in the house, and you're going to be able to roll that into the next one on top of that huge pile of cash you guys have. What an incredible picture of what it looks like to have peace financially, man. Way to go. Yeah, seriously, Ryan, you are a stud. Your wife, heroin, you guys are amazing. This is why we do the show, George. Gosh. Wow. Smiling Their future ear, ear. is really, really bright. They sound like the camels. George and it. Whitney. I'm with that. They're in that club. I love that. All right, don't move. More of your calls coming up. This is The Ramsey Show. show continues. I'm Ken Coleman. George Campbell joins me in studio this hour. It's a free phone call if you want to jump in. We're going to talk about your life, specifically your money, uh, your work, as I'm in here today. If you're just feeling stuck, you want to get a raise, maybe you've been overlooked, rejected, trying to figure out what that pivot is, anything work-related, uh, we'll take those calls as well. 888-825-5225. Hey, uh, taxes are confusing. That's why I use a pro, George. Um, the idea of me doing my own taxes... Forget. I don't trust it. You're getting audited, man. You missed a few boxes, yeah, I'm sure. As you would say, forget about it. Is that how you say <laughs> Never, it? I, no one would take me seriously. I do bada-bing, bada-boom. That's it. Same idea. Uh, but if you uh, if you want to make sure that you've got your taxes in order, um, you need a pro. 
Uh, big life changes can mean big changes for your taxes that may have happened to you this year. Uh, maybe you had a baby, bought a house, started a business. Taxes may be the last thing on your mind, but I promise you they're not the last thing on Uncle Sam's mind. Um, and so uh, with all those potential life changes, uh, you're going to need to have a pro making sure that you get the break you need or that you pay what you're supposed to pay. Uh, so how do you keep all this straight? A Ramsey trusted po, that, uh, pro, rather. Ramsey trusted pro. As George would say, bada bing, bada boom, a Ramsey trusted pro will help you. They're part of our endorsed local provider program, and you can use Ramsey Smart Tax if you're comfortable filling it out online. Now, George, I feel like you could use Ramsey Smart Tax and do a great job. I, I on could. the other hand, would get distracted and go to jail. I actually have my tax appointment this weekend. Oh, you do? With a pro. Okay. I just don't mess with it, Ken. I don't want to mess with it either. So that's why you get a Ramsey Trusted Pro to help you. It uh, walks you through, by the way, if you want to use Ramsey Smart Tax, it walks you through all the steps to claim all the major deductions and credit your eligible for, and it's available for only nineteen ninety five. So we got your do-it-yourselfers. The Ramsey Smart Tax will do it for you for only nineteen ninety five. Or if you're like George and I and you're scared, a Ramsey Trusted Pro is the way to go. Here's how you get both resources RamseySolutions.com slash tax. That's RamseySolutions.com slash tax. All right, let's go to Mary, who joins us in Knoxville, Tennessee. Mary, how can we help? Yes, I have $281,000 in my savings right now, and the bank called me. The CDs are at 4.25. Do you think it would be okay if I tied up some of my money in a CD while I learn about investing? Great question, Mary. Where did this money come from? Uh, my husband recently passed away, Aww. and uh, about 220 of it is, is life insurance. I'm so sorry for your loss. How long ago was that? Uh, December, December 26th. Oh, my goodness. How long are you guys married? 42 years. Wow. Incredible. Well, what a legacy yeah. to leave to... Uh, leave you with only the the grief of that loss versus financial grief as well. So are you in a are you in a good place financially? Do you have any debt? Um, I have the house, and I was I thought I'd pay that off, and that would take me down to two hundred fifteen thousand. Okay, so you only have and about then, what sixty five left on the mortgage. Yes. Okay, and are you working? Or are you retired? I am retired. I, I retired when he got sick for the second time. Mm. Um, I do have a 403B, or he did. It's got 102000 in it. Okay. And are you needing the income created from this 281 that's sitting in savings, or do you have income separately that you're living off of? I, I think I'm going to be okay. I've, I've done my math, and like I'll have $4,300 a month with my Social Security and my retirement. I was a, a teacher, okay. and I think my budget is just about 2800 Oh, good. That's good news. And so you're saying, hey, I don't need this 281000 right now. I want to park it for now. I want to invest it long term, but right now I just want to park it. Right. Okay. Because I don't, yeah. What's your I don't mortgage know anything payment? about investing. What's your mortgage payment per month? Once we pay this house off, that's coming off the list. So what's that number? Oh well, now I didn't put that in the twenty-eight. It, okay, good. It's just it's eight hundred and fifty-two. Okay, great, awesome. So here's what I would do temporarily. I wouldn't park it in the CD only because we don't know what the future holds, and I don't want you to get dinged with penalties for pulling the money out of that CD prematurely. Oh, I'm not. 
Oh, oh, I see what you mean. So okay. instead of a CD, which you can get the same rates right now with a lot of high-yield savings accounts online. Okay. And most of those are going to be right. FDIC insured. And so you'll you'll uh, park that money in a safe place. You can get, I'm getting, you know, 4% right now in my high-yield savings account. And it's totally liquid. And so if you needed the money for anything, you can pull it out without any penalties. Okay. And then longer term, I want you to sit down with a SmartVestor Pro so that we can make this money work oh. for you long term. Do you have a financial advisor right I, now? I don't, but I am interviewing. I used your website and um, it sent me back like five different pros. Perfect. And I've interviewed my first and I have two appointments this week. Oh Great. my goodness. I'm Look so proud this. of you. So that's the long-term play because what we can do with this money is if you invest, you know, $200,000, $250,000 into good growth stock mutual funds, if you look, they'll show mm-hmm. you this, the long-term return of the stock market has been 10 to 12%. And so okay. I want that money to grow for you. Now, some years, like last year, it was down 18 or 20%. Some years it's been up 30%. Right. And so the goal is if we don't need this money long term, we can let it sit and grow and that money can compound, which means the interest is earned, then the money you're making interest off of that interest plus the balance. And over time that could turn into four hundred, five hundred, six hundred thousand dollars. Okay. So that would be the end goal is so that you can live the life you really want to live. Do you feel like you're missing out right now? Do you are you covering all your expenses and then some? I think so, yes. I'm doing well. Okay. Good. It's just been a month. <laughs> oh my goodness. I know. I can't even believe you're here calling the show, getting all this done just two months later. Well, I, I've just been, I just. You just went into action money, mode? I, I wanted to work for my children. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. Yeah. Well, I just want to be smart with it. You're, you're incredible, Mary. The fact that you're level-headed enough to even be looking at all this, interviewing pros, I'm just, I'm proud of you and I'm so sorry for your loss. I cannot imagine going through what you went through. You, is there any material out there for me to read and learn more about the Absolutely. mutual funds and investing? Yeah, we, we cover that in a lot of our books. I'm going to send you a copy of Dave's book, Baby Steps Millionaires, which walks through his investing strategy that so many people have used to build wealth. Uh, of course, we've got lots of articles on our website uh, around, hey, here's the four mutual fund types. Here's how to go through the selection process. And of course, the SmartVestor okay. Pro will help you with that as well. So hang on the line. We're going to send you a copy right. of Baby Steps Millionaires, and we are wishing you the best on this journey. Yeah, Mary, we are sorry for your loss, but you are in great shape financially. You've got all of the uh, all of the fundamentals in place uh, to, to live very, very comfortably. And as George has just laid out advice for you, you're going to win. You're going to win financially in the years to come. So uh, make that choice. And what I love about Mary, George, is sometimes I think people miss this part of the advice we give. So for new listeners, new viewers, we really recommend that you interview multiple SmartVestor pros. In this case, Mary went to the website, RamseySolutions.com. She clicks on SmartVestor Pro. We shoot back people that are in her area that have already been vetted by us. But we still say, in, interview them. Put them on Notice that, hey, you are deciding who's going to handle your money and interview them. Stay in the driver's seat. This is about connection. This is about, do I understand everything? Not, do I feel like they're good enough to make all these decisions for me? 
you've got to understand the process. Absolutely. And the other thing that I love is that there was life insurance in place. And we recommend everyone have term life insurance. Avoid whole life insurance altogether. You want term life insurance, level term, uh, 10 to 12 times your annual income. And you can get a 15, 20, 25 year level term. And the great news is if something happens, God forbid, you have a giant pile of money that you can invest and you can peel some of that off a small percentage every year so that you can sustain yourself financially after losing that person's income. So if you have anyone that depends on your income, get term life insurance today. Our friends at Xander, uh, that's who I have mine through and all of our team members here have it. Go check it out, RamseySolutions.com. You can check out all of those resources. Do you have a money question? Do you have a professional, a work question? Do you have a relationship question? Hey, it's a free phone call. George and I are here for you. 888 That's 888-825-5225. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman, joined by George Camel. Uh, always, always good to be with you, George. Uh, it is a free phone call if you want to jump in, 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Uh, let's see here. Let's go to Christy, who's joining us in uh, Terre Haute, Indiana. You ever been there, George? No, I, we've done a few live events we out did there. A couple it was before live my time. Yeah, before your time. All right, let's go to Christy. Christy, how can we help? Hi, thanks for taking my call. You bet. Um, my husband and I, we just bought a house um, back in December, and it's an older 1960s home, and uh, we've been getting our electric bills now, and they're quite expensive. Our heating system is the original heat, but um, it does a good job. At, it, it heats the house well but we're in baby step two and my husband he's going to be getting a um a bonus coming up and i didn't know if we could use the bonus to uh upgrade our heating source aha what's this new furnace going to cost it's going to cost 6500 okay and how much debt do you guys have we have 115,000. what kind of debt is that um mostly student loans there's a little bit of credit card we have one car loan and uh, some personal loans, but mostly student loans. Okay. And what's the household income? Um, we make 145 combined. Wonderful. What's the electric bill running? It, it was $800. Ooh, wow. Yeah. It, and it's a total electric home, and we we weren't expecting that at all. And I thought I had a heart attack the first electric bill we got. Sure. So, what do you think it like, would be with this new furnace? Well, the house that we lived in previously, our electric bills were less than half, and the house was twice the size. So we thought downsizing at home, we would come out ahead, and we would have a bigger shovel to pay down debt. And then once we got the electric bill, it really really took us back. And we thought, well, our, our shovel decreased a little bit. And uh, as far as the utilities, we're still way ahead by downsizing at home. So but- you, could, you could save 500 bucks a month. By getting a new furnace. Oh, yeah, probably. That's what we were thinking. And we also had someone out, and they they thought maybe we could do a wood stove. 
and it was 5500 to put in a wood stove. So mm. I didn't know if that's something we should consider or if we scrap this completely and use the Well, let's play this out and, for a second. What would the wood stove, would that remove all of the heating, the electrics? I mean, it's going to drastically reduce it even more? Um, I, I would think we would have very minimal electric bill. Um, from what the contractor told us, of course, he could just be upselling us, you know, to buy a stove. But for our size of home, he said we would easily heat the house with the wood stove. Hmm. Yeah, but, but what about AC? Because if you get the HVAC system, you get your AC as well. Yeah, we already have central air. We, oh, this is just for heat? Have, have you gotten yeah, a few the quotes? The system that we have is like in the ceiling. They, some people call it cable heat or radiant ceiling heat. Like I said, it's really warm heat. It's just not very energy efficient. It's not efficient, yeah. Have you gotten a few quotes, or is this the only guy? We got three quotes on the furnace, and we got two quotes on the wood stove. Okay. And how much is your husband's bonus that's coming in? It's going to be 14000 Oh, wonderful. And how much do you have in the bank right now? Um, in our savings or our checking? Just combined. Combined? Um, I'm trying to trying to do the numbers. We've got... It can be a round number, just estimate. Probably 5000 Okay. We've got, we've got some money in our... That's mostly in our savings. So we'll have 19k in liquid cash once this bonus comes in, roughly, right? Yes. Yeah. And so if we spend 6500 on the furnace, that still leaves us with 12 or 13 to start throwing at our smallest debt, and hopefully that saves us a lot of money. So if this is a burning issue, no pun intended, um, <laughs> go ahead and get the furnace done. It's not urgent, it's not broken, it's just inefficient. No, it's, so there's not yeah, there's not a true broken. need. I wouldn't call it an emergency. Um, okay. but if this has just been a real pain point for you guys and it's, it's a hurdle for you to continue to this debt payoff journey and you could have an extra six grand in your life, it should ROI within the year at that point. If you save 500 yeah, bucks a month for 12 months, that's six grand. That's what the furnace costs. That's what we were thinking. We've had a mild winter here in Indiana, so I'm afraid if we'd have a typical winter, you know, what, what will our electric bill be next winter sort of thing? Mm. Yeah. And uh, beyond that, I would just set up a little a sinking fund line item in your budget for home repair, renovation, maintenance type stuff so that you have a okay. little pile of cash that's growing over the course of the year to cover things like this. Obviously, this is a big, uh, big adjustment here. But Well, think, thank you so much for the call, Chris. That's Christy. the move. I mean, look, that's, that, that's, a, that's one of those things where I'm sitting there, I'm back and forth on that one. Because if you had a mile, it was like, how could we heat that place without running the... Uh, the uh, crazy, uh, whatever she called that, heat coming out of the ceiling. Oh, I never yeah. even heard that before. It's fantastic. Well, 1960s homes, it was, you know. Right. Yeah. They built them different back then, Ken. You remember. <laughs> Thank you, you remember. Thank you. Yes, indeed. All right, let's go to Ottawa, Canada. Alex is on the line. Alex, how can we help? Hello? Hello, Alex. Hi. Um, so I just had a quick uh, question. Um, I'm thinking of looking into buying a new car. I know the car market right now isn't good, um, and I just want to make sure I'm not making a sort of dumb decision. What do you want to buy, and how much does it cost? Um, so I'm going to look at the numbers. Right now I'm debating maybe Mercedes, or should I go smaller and go towards like a Honda? It's a little better, but somewhere in the range of like fifteen to 20000 15 to twenty. Yeah. Okay. And you're paying cash? Uh, yes, it will be fully in cash. 
Okay. What's your financial picture look like? What's your income? Do you have any debt? Um, so I've been following, because I'm 22 right now. I've been following the Ramsey plan, I guess, since I was 16. So awesome. I have zero debts whatsoever. Um, I paid off my college. Currently, I have about uh, 30000 in the bank. Um, I have about maybe another fifteen in investments and in mutual funds. Um, and a little bit more in retirement, um, like maybe like, like two, 3,000 in retirement. Way to go. And what's uh, your income? I make uh, 80,000 a year. Wonderful. And you're driving something right now, correct? I'm driving a, it's been a while, but I'm driving a 2006 Honda. So I've been driving crap, just like, uh, hey, Randy said. Been there, <laughs> man. Been there. Okay. So we're going to sell that thing and get this new car or used new to you? Yeah. So it'd be kind of new. So would it be? dumb of me if I were to go for a Mercedes instead of going for the simple Honda? It's not dumb. Here's where you're going to run into. Mercedes, uh, I just actually saw this. I, I follow one of these car dealership guys who gives you the industry insider scoop. Mercedes is holding its value and people are paying top dollar. So you're going to have a hard time finding a deal, which means you're going to get an older Mercedes, which is fine, but you've got to be prepared to for a higher cost of ownership. That thing may be in the shop. It may be some expensive repairs versus the Honda. Yeah, I, I drive a Mercedes. So I'm just tell you right now, your oil change. Do your homework. Do your homework on all this stuff. What's an oil change cost on the model you're looking at? You Could can, take premium gas versus it regular. Is, it absolutely needs to be premium gas. Uh, and so you start running those numbers, and then you know, then you can kind of play off of George's ratios here on on what you should. But I mean, you've got the cash. Yeah, you're in a great place. Fine. You're not doing anything dumb either yeah. way. I just want you to be prepared for what's ahead. You, you could get a newer Honda or you can get the older Mercedes. The Honda is going to have a lower cost of ownership over you know the next few years. The Mercedes, you're going to need a bigger line item in the budget for car maintenance and repairs. That's all. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's right. And you're in a spot to do it. So don't feel bad. You've earned the right, man. You're 22. You've crushed it. You've been following this stuff since you were 16. And it's those people, can that have the hardest time parting with the money. That's right. Now, I want I want our audience to know we got new people all the time. So you went from driving a Honda, an 09, an Honda 09 Civic, Civic with I how many? It, it had 170,000 miles. I bought it for $6,000. Bought it for 6. You saved up and you bought a Tesla. Yes, a used 2013 Tesla. A used 2013. Now, and that was only after we paid off the house. Of so course. that was the treat to you myself. You don't need to explain anything. You're very responsible. So my question is, the expenses way less. Oh, same. Yeah. Way less. Because of the uh, no gas. Nothing can go wrong in that thing. Boy, you it's hope beautiful. so. I hope. Well, Unless the battery dies, and then I'm in like 20 grand. Oh, I'm going to throw up. 20 grand for a battery? I think that's what they cost, Ken. I don't know. Well, I hope I'm you got an emergency fund for that, George. I do a lot of prayer in that I car. I don't know. Hey, always fun to be with you. you thank too. you for being with me this hour. I want to thank James and the crew behind the glass for keeping us on the air. Mostly, I want to thank you, America. This is your show. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, it's Ken. If you love the show and want a deeper dive on your money journey, we have a weekly newsletter that gives you trending and helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for our newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter.